Thanks for tuning in to this week's sermon from Oak Hill Church in Humboldt, Iowa. We pray that it helps you to know Christ, grow in Christ, and sow Christ wherever you are. For more information about who we are and what we're doing, go to oakhillhumboldt.org. have a special treat for some of the little ones today. So if you're normally a child that's in our Sprouts program uh, that you leave at this time, why don't you come on up here with me? I have something special for you today. So come on up here, kids. Don't be shy. Come and join me right up here. You know who you are. Yeah, come on up here. And if you're a first grader out there, you can come and join if you'd like to. I think there's plenty of space. Have a seat right here, guys, and face me, okay? Very good. You can come up with a little bit more. Excellent. You guys are doing great. You look so great. Wow, so handsome, so beautiful. Very nice. Yeah, come on up here. Super. All right. Are you guys ready for Christmas? Oh, yeah, I can tell. You're ready for Christmas. One of the ways we know Christmas is coming is when we see the lights, right? We see lights on houses, and we see lights on trees like this one. Uh, raise your hand if you have a tree at home and you have lights on your tree. Do you? Very good. Does he even have lights in his room? Oh, man, that is really cool. All right, well, I brought with me today a special light, and I want you to tell me what kind of light this is. Have you seen this light before? Plugs in? What kind of light is this? It's called a night light. Now, what's a night light do? Yeah, Joan. That's, it sure does, Tommy. It sure does. Did you have anything to add, Jonah? Yeah. Sometimes. That's, you have two of them, even. And you've got one, too? Yeah. It's, you, can, you can never have too many nightlights. And a Ninja Turtle one, even, too. Yeah. You know, maybe you can tell your dad more about that afterwards. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I love this guy. All right. So, so the nightlight really helps us, especially when, you know, at dark nighttime, we feel like things are a little scary maybe, and we, we might need to be reminded that, um, you know, our parents are not far away and that everything's going to be okay. Well, you know, when your parents tuck you in at night, um, and maybe they say a prayer with you, maybe they read a book uh, with you, sometimes they end by saying, good night. Did they say that to you? Good night. Why do they say good night? Why do you think they say that, Harper? Yeah, you have good dreams. You sleep through the night. Yeah, you have good dreams. And, and, and you, yeah. Yes, there is a harvest moon also. You know a lot about your moons. Well, today, guys, I want to share with you a story. And this story is actually called, Why Do We Say Good Night? Why do we say good night? Now, if you're good listeners at the very end, I have a special surprise for you, okay? So let's everybody listen. By the way, parents, there's a few pictures on the screen. You can follow along with us. And if you're still looking for that perfect Christmas gift, this might be the one, all right, for your kids. So let me read this, guys, and listen as we go along. All right. So why do we say good night? When nighttime comes and no more light, you get in bed, we say good night. Yeah. But when it's dark and I can't see, why do you say good night to me? 
this little girl's talking to her mom who's tucking her in. It's not the same when there's no light. The dark's not good. I don't like night. And sometimes we can feel the same way. We like the light. We don't like the night very much. I'm glad you told me how you feel. But stop to think, what else is real? The Lord made day, the Lord made night, so even dark is good and right. God made both the day and the night, didn't he? Yeah. But you can't see when dark surrounds. What's that shape and what's that sound? Has that ever happened to you in the night? You see something that looks like it might be a monster or something, even though it's just maybe some clothes? Yeah. It does look like it, maybe in your dreams, yeah. Yet God sees all, the sight's not dim, the dark is like bright light to him. So when it's dark with perfect sight, our God is watching through the night. Yeah. God is watching us all through the night, isn't he? But I'm so scared. When you're away, can night be good just like you say? Little girl's getting a little scared. Can night really be good, like you say? Yes, God can see when you're in bed, when scary thoughts run through your head, but there's more for you to hear. We say good night because God is near. God is near to us. Even in the darkness, he's close right beside us, isn't he? You're doing a good job listening. Just like a shepherd guards his sheep, the Lord protects us when we're asleep. Do you see the shepherd in the picture? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is like a shepherd to us. Even while we're sleeping, he's protecting us. He's right there. Please help me, Lord, to trust in you for all you are and all you do. Lord, you made night, and you can see you're the shepherd who cares for me. There he is. Yeah, that's, God's like a shepherd. He's so strong, and he's smart. He knows what we need. Since God is with you in the night, since he made nighttime good and right, since God can see without the light, all this is why we say good night. That's why we can say good night. So good night, dear one. You need not fear. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be scared. Good night. Sleep well. The Lord is here. So look at her. Now she's sleeping. And one more page. Good night. Can you guys say good night? Good night. Good night. Now, a couple questions for you. Why was she so scared? Why was this little girl so scared? Tommy, can you sit down? You're doing a good job, bud. You want to sit right by, by me? Okay, come on up here. Why, why was this little girl so scared? Yeah. She thought she saw some things. Why else? Okay, yeah. Why else? 
She was afraid of the dark, wasn't she? So what made her feel better that she could finally go to sleep? What was it, Noelle? Dancing. Yeah. What what made her feel better to go to sleep? Yeah. She turned the lights out. Okay, the lights were out, but what made her feel better that she could finally go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah, God did, right? Remembering that Jesus was her good shepherd and was right there beside her. Now, you guys did such a good job of listening. I have a special surprise for you. You want to go sit down and, and join in the surprise? So we have a special person that's come to visit us today, and here he is. Look back there. Let's clap for him. Shepherd Chris is here. Yeah. Here he comes. Now... He's brought with him his special sheep, and you guys can pet the sheep if you'd like. Yeah, take your time. And, and while you're doing that, you know, we remember there are shepherds in the Christmas story, but, but look at what Shepherd Chris has with him. What is that? Yeah. That's a staff. Raise your hand and tell me, what, what's a staff help us with? What's a shep- shepherd use a staff for? What's he do with the staff? Yeah, Jack. That's right. To, to grab that sheep and to bring him back to safety. Anything else? Why, why that shepherd would need that? Yeah? Yeah? Oh, that's true. Yeah, the staff is used all over the Bible, too. Well, the staff's also used to protect the little sheep, right, from different animals that want, might want to harm the sheep. Yeah, so the shepherd is very strong and smart, and Jesus is our good shepherd. And so I want you guys to remember that today. And so turn, turn this way. You can bring the sheep closer to us, all right? I have one more little thing before you guys get to go, all right? Who knows what this is? Candy yeah, that's a candy cane. But what's, what's the shape of this candy cane? What, what do you see? Okay. It's the same shape as the staff, right? So you're going to get a candy cane in just a couple minutes, and you can remember that Jesus is your good shepherd who takes care of you. Now, when you flip this around, it's a J. What's the J for? For Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus loves us so much and cares for us. So I'm going to pray for you guys, and then you're going to go follow the shepherd, all right? Off to Sprouts. So would you bow your heads and pray with me? You've done such a good job. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for taking care of us. Even through the night, you're always with us. You made the day, you made the night, and you're there to protect us like a shepherd. Help us to trust in you. Thank you that you love us and you care for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, you guys. Let's give a hand for the kids and Shepherd Chris. Go ahead and follow him, guys. You can stand up and follow him. Good job. And take the sheep with you. Yeah. So now this is the grown-up sermon. (laughs) Let me pray for us one more time, and I want to share some words and thoughts with you. Father, thank you for the children. They're such a good reminder for us this time of the year uh, to approach you honestly, humbly, recognizing that we are dependent upon you for everything. Thank you, Jesus, for your love for us. Uh, Help us now to understand more about what it means that you're our good shepherd and you care for us. Speak to our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, we, we too can say goodnight uh, because we have a good shepherd. We have a good shepherd who's always with us. Little kids need this reminder to settle their hearts as they go to bed at night. And as grown-ups, we need this reminder to settle our hearts as we go through dark times. Just like these kids, we need to picture Jesus as our good shepherd who is always right there beside us. We don't have to be afraid no matter what we're going through in life. Psalm 23 verse 4 says this, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 23 is one of the most well-known and most beloved texts in the entire Bible. Uh, many of you have it memorized. But we know that David is writing here out of his own experience as a shepherd. He uses poetic language to capture the truth of how God cares for us as a shepherd cares for his sheep. But as his sheep, we are often fearful especially when we go through dark and difficult times. But when we see Jesus as our good shepherd, we gain assurance and confidence. Fear slowly begins to fade as we see Jesus as our good shepherd. And as that confidence in Jesus grows, fear begins to fade. Jesus is our good shepherd. He loves us so much. So this Christmas, I want us to be confident in his care for us because Jesus is smart, as we'll see. Jesus is strong and Jesus is secure. So as our good shepherd, Jesus is smart. He knows what we need and where we need to go. Psalm 23 begins this way. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. So he gives us everything we need. He guides us to where we need to go. Just like little sheep, we don't know what we need. We don't know which way to go to satisfy our souls. And yet Jesus does. He knows. As our smart shepherd, he even takes us through the valleys. Why? Because he knows it's the only way to make it to the higher ground. Listen, he knows that the valleys will teach you more than the mountaintops ever will. And even though it's filled with darkness and, and dangers and difficulties, just like a shepherd, he guides us gently and patiently and persistently along the path all the way home. Just like a sheep, he guides us with his staff and says, this is the way. I want you to walk in it. And as his sheep, we know his voice and we follow him. And because he's smart, we can trust in him. However, many of us, we try to outsmart our shepherd. We try to take control and go our own way. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And we get into all kinds of troubles and all kinds of trials because we, we don't follow him. Listen, he knows what he's doing. We can trust him. He has proved it over and over again how much he cares for us. And so when you try to take control, our shepherd gently corrects us with his crook to guide us back to where we need to go. So 
as our good shepherd, Jesus is smart. And as our good shepherd, Jesus is strong. Jesus protects us from our enemies when we go through the valley. Psalm 23, verse 4, again, says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they, they comfort me. So the staff not only guides the sheep to where they need to go, it also protects the sheep from predators in the night. The valleys were dangerous because wild animals would often gather there at night, like wolves and, and coyotes and even lions and bears. And with his rod and his staff, the strong shepherd would fight off these predators to protect his precious sheep. It was like an extension of his strong right arm. The valleys were also dangerous when storms would arise and, and waters would start to rise. And yet under the shepherd's care, the sheep always felt safe. And the same is true for us. Jesus is strong for us. Jesus is strong for you. We are small, we are weak, and yet he is smart and he is strong. And as little sheep, we depend upon him, especially when the lights go out, especially in those times where we can't seem to find our way out. We need not fear because he is always with us. As our good shepherd, Jesus is strong. And as our good shepherd, Jesus is secure. He's secure. Jesus is safe. He's a safe and secure place, especially when we feel small and scared. When we're in the dark, we don't have to fear. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. You are with me. So we shouldn't fear because our shepherd is with us. He's smart. He's strong. He's secure. And this is so personal. David says, you are with me. And remember, this is in the valley he's saying this. Which tells me that Jesus is even closer to us in the darkest of times. Sometimes it feels like just the opposite. Where are you? And yet he's walking right beside you. He's even carrying you. He's not going anywhere. He's right there beside you. Some of you need to hear that around the holidays. It's a hard time for some of you. You feel all alone. You feel like you're walking through a valley. It's so difficult. You feel the dark shadows cast upon you, and yet he is with you. Your smart, strong, secure shepherd is right there beside you. He will comfort you. He will keep you safe. Sheep often find themselves in places where they need help, and the shepherd uses his long staff, doesn't he, to lift them into, onto solid ground, to free them from the entanglements of this world, and to draw them close to his side. I love what it says in Isaiah 40, verse 11, he will tend his flock like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs in his arms, he will carry them close to his side. Would you let him carry you today? Would you let him love you today? Would you let him embrace you today, right where you are, right in what you're going through? And if you're one of his sheep, he will never let you go. You know that? If you're one of his sheep, he will never let you go. He's got you. You're secure. In John 10, verse 28, Jesus says this, I give them eternal life. They will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. 
you're one of his sheep, Jesus will hold close and never let you go. So as our good shepherd, Jesus is smart. As our good shepherd, Jesus is strong. And as our good shepherd, Jesus is secure. And he's the only one who can save us. You see, all of us here in this room, we, we want Jesus to give us safety and security and peace and protection, don't we? we? We want all of what he can give to us, but not all of us want Jesus to lead us. Not all of us want Jesus to take control of our lives. We like to be in control. We like to go our own way. And we get ourselves into all kinds of troubles. And we feel exhausted and full of guilt. And yet here's the good news. Jesus died for stubborn, sinful, straying sheep like you and me. Jesus died for stubborn, sinful, straying sheep like you and me. In John 10, verse 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Now, Jesus is alluding to the cross and how he would die for sinful sheep like you and me. Even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We've all sinned against him, and yet he comes after us when we've strayed away. Remember the parable of the lost sheep? The shepherd leaves the 99 to go and look for the one, the one lost sheep. That's always fascinated me. You've got 100 sheep, just one of them is lost, and you're going after that one? And he keeps looking, doesn't he? He keeps searching until he finds it. Only one thing consumes his mind. I must find my sheep. And when he finds it and he, and he rescues it, then what? He doesn't stop there. He carries the lost sheep all the way back home. Sheep weighed about 75 pounds. That's a load. Shows how much he loves the sheep. And when he gets home, he doesn't keep this news to himself. No, he celebrates with the entire village. He throws a party. He says, rejoice with me. I found my sheep that was lost. He's home. And so the point of the parable is that Jesus loves sinners and goes after them. He pursues them in his love. Even the ones who are stuck in a cycle of addiction, he pursues them. Even the ones who are lost in the pain of a bad marriage, he pursues them. Even the ones who are wondering if God could ever forgive them, he pursues them. And even the ones, even the ones who think they're okay and don't need to be rescued, he pursues them in his love. Are you one of those lost sheep today? Know this, Jesus is pursuing you. He's pursuing you and won't stop until he finds you. As we close, I want you to picture yourself as a lost sheep. And Jesus, as the good shepherd, he picks you up, he lays you on his shoulders, and he carries you all the way back home. He loves you so much.
And listen, if he's done that for you, and you believe in him, it's not about what you do for him, it's simply trusting in him alone. If he died for me upon a cross, and he's raised to new life, and I say, yes, forgive me of my sins, I trust in you as my Lord and Savior. If he's done that for you, if you're a follower of Jesus today, rest in his care for you. Rest. It's so hard for us to rest. Let him love you as your good shepherd. And then pray for that same passion as your shepherd. Pray for that same passion as your shepherd where you're willing to leave the comfort of the 99 to go after the one. Pray for that same passion as Jesus to go after that one, to pursue that person in your life who has gone astray and who feels like they're all alone this Christmas. Pursue them, family member, friend, coworker, neighbor. Who's your one? Are you willing to leave the 99 and go after the one? To pray and to put your love into action and to reach out to them this Christmas season. Wouldn't you love to see them on Jesus' shoulders, carrying them close to his side? Let's pray toward that end.